it is time once again to enjoy a critical hit adventure. Now, if you remember what I said last week, Drifters is currently taking an extended break. Kevin just started a new job in the middle of COVID and things are going insane for him. So we're giving him a break so he can acclimate to his new job. We'll be back to continue the Drifters adventures. Although if you did listen to last week's episode, you know what a freaking cliffhanger to end that season on or to end that portion of the season. Um, in the meantime, we do have a bunch of other games coming up. Uh, this week, Rodrigo is running a game and it's a lot of fun. It's a fate game. It, you'll instantly kind of know what kind of theme he and everyone else is going for in this adventure. That's really cool. Next week, uh, Brian, or not, not next week, two weeks from now, Brian comes in and will start a um, Sentinels of the Multiverse RPG game set in the Modern City Universe. And then uh, after that one runs, Dr. Brad Will will be in to do a thing. And it's going to be just a lot of fun. And I hope that you stick with us for some really exciting storytelling, some role-playing, learning different mechanics of different systems. That's what I'm here for. And I hope that you are too. But listen, I've got a lot of plans for 2022. I've already talked before about we want to hire a content uh, manager here at Major Spoilers to oversee social media, to... Uh, help out with content on the website to appear in podcasts and a whole lot of other places. We're working on that right now. I would also in 2022 like to hire an editor, an editor who would not only work on the audio portion of the podcast, but also be available to edit our Munchkin land videos and any other videos that we do here at major spoilers. Many of you have been asking for us to at least finish out the couple of games that we have in the can I just don't have time to sit down and edit, which is why we need an editor. And this is where you come in. This last week, we had a couple of really cool people, Justin and James, who became new patrons over at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash major spoilers. We have some Patreon goals specifically set up for our content manager and an editor, but there's also other goals along the way, like critical hit uh, two weeks early, three weeks early, a new critical hit show. In fact, I've been spending some time planning on I've got the first draft of six podcasts complete, six of them. Some of them are going to be potentially new podcasts that you'll hear on the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. Others might be Patreon exclusives, <clears throat> fifth edition. <clears throat> but we need your help in order to make all of these things happen. So if you've got five bucks that you can spare per month, $5 a month, become a silver level patron today, patreon.com slash major spoilers. Let's take a big step forward in 2022. You'll help yourself when you become a patron over at patreon.com slash major spoilers. You'll get access to critical hit a week early character sheets, the GM round table so that you can be a better GM for not only yourself, but your players, a whole bunch of other stuff too. It's waiting for you. Patreon.com slash major spoilers. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Now let's go venture into the magic forest. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. I think we have an interesting treat for everyone. Rodrigo is taking us to a magical land far away. And uh, for those of you who've been listening to the top five podcast, and you <laughs> listen to our top five hopes for 2022, we've already got one strike on our list. Down, Rodrigo. 
down. Uh, so let's hope all the rest of our hopes for 2022 come to pass as well. Yeah, I, 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 I do think that I didn't mean I'd like to to do a one shot for critical hit as an emergency. Um, yeah, but that's but, all right. Yeah, you know it counts. We're gonna count it. All right, so we're gonna count it. Um, so what are we doing? What are we doing this time? <laughs> On critical, on critical hit. hit. On critical hit. There on you go. You're a little hit. slow on the uptake. We've been off for a couple of weeks. I understand. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we're gonna play Fate, um, Fate Accelerated, uh, which we've played on the show before. Uh, basically, the the core idea of Fate Accelerated is you have these approaches, um, and you are whenever you roll. Uh, you roll these thing called fate dice, or as uh, we old fogies just like to call them, fudge dice, because um, that's what they used to be called. Um, and they have uh, basically they have zeros, minuses, and pluses. Every plus you roll is a plus one. Every minus is a minus one, and every blank is a zero. So if you uh, and then you add a modifier. So if you're a modifier is plus three, but you roll three minuses and a zero, you're back to zero, right? Um, if your modifier is a one and you roll two pluses and one minus, then your roll is a two, right? Um, so um, that's that's the, the core of the engine. On top of that, we have um, a handful of things. Uh, so you have... Uh, aspects aspects are another very important part of the game basically uh, aspects are descriptive text that can also be tagged uh, with uh, these things called fate points you all get a certain amount of fate points to start with and you can also accrue fate points throughout a um, uh, throughout a session aspects generally can go either way they can be tagged for positive things or they can be tagged to penalize you or to compel you to do something and you can always decide not to do something that someone compels with an with a uh, with your aspect but if you do it basically if you uh allow yourself to be compelled then you get a fate point right so frequently the way to gain fate points is to kind of indulge in the things that your character is 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 into or the things that they can't help very much. Um, if you look at the documents I sent you, those are basically your character sheets. Uh, character sheets in Fate are very simple. Uh, so you'll see that you'll have your approaches followed by a high concept, a trouble, and an aspect. Uh, the high concept and the trouble are also aspects. Um, they're just specifically things that the game asks for. You can always spend Fate points to trigger, to, to tag those. Uh, if you are trying to get a little bit of a boost. Anytime you tag an aspect, you get a plus two to your roll. Now, they have to fit, right? If you're, if the aspect you're trying to tag is loves classic cars and there are no classic cars to be found anywhere in the scene, then it's going to be a, a tougher ask for you to get that bonus, right? A lot of rolls are going to be contested, so if you roll against someone else, they're also going to roll with fudge dice plus their um, bonus uh, when we get into combat. Uh, generally, you are going to, if you're attacking, you're going to want to like load up on, on aspects and triggers and stuff by spending points before you roll. If you're defending, you get to... I, I'm basically 
to to keep things from like being like a, a back and forth escalating arms race. Um, I like attackers will have to build up their their attack before the roll, and um, once that's declared, the defender can decide how much saws they're going to put into it, and then they can roll. There are rerolls. You can also tag an aspect to reroll sometimes, but yeah, you know, this is all kind of stuff that's included. Um, the game is very narrative. When you get into success and failure, that's not uh, like combat success and failure. Uh, it's very much a like um, you succeed or you succeed with consequences, or if you fail, you can decide to fail or you can decide to succeed with like severe consequences, right? So you always kind of have that option to kind of fail forward. Um, what else? Anything? Any major things? Um, there's there's more specifics to combat, but we can get into that uh, if and when a fight breaks out. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think I have any questions about the mechanics. Although I should point out that Fate Accelerated is super accessible. Um, yeah. If you if you need to, you can get the Fate Accelerated handbook. It's like five bucks. It's super super cheap. Um, yep. We also have, I'll put in the show notes, a link to our drive through RPG affiliate uh, if you would like to pick up Fate Accelerated for yourself. Uh, and a little kickback comes our way as well. But it is a super handy little guide. It's maybe 25. It's, uh, I guess yeah, it's, it's super short. Pages. It's like 45 pages. And it's just, it's super easy to get through. So um, there's also cheat sheets that you can find online. So keep that in mind too. Oh. Oh yeah, I uh, the the other thing that I need to talk about is stunts. Stunts um are basically your powers or your you know your abilities. Um and they tend to operate in sort of narrow margins and uh, a lot of them care about combat. Some of them are specifically combat stunt stunts. Some of them can apply in and out of combat and some of them specifically apply not in combat, right? So it just depends on the wording. Um, there are only four actions in Fate Accelerated. Uh, attack, defend, uh, overcome, or create an advantage. Uh, so generally speaking, when you think about like skill checks, those are going to be overcome checks, right? You're, going to, you're trying to uh, get through something, get over something, get past something. Um, so that's what overcome is. Uh, creating an advantage is a very important part of Fate. Um, your characters have a huge ability to affect the environment, to affect each other, to affect uh, opponents, um, to affect situations. So uh, when in doubt, seriously, when in doubt, create an advantage, right? If you're having trouble accomplishing something, if an enemy seems too powerful, create an advantage or try to uh, spot uh, an advantage um, or, or spot an aspect that is either already present in the scene or that the opponent has or something. Uh, okay, that's probably it for for how the game works. Um, is that clear? Do I need to clarify anything? Well, that sounds good. good. I'll probably have some questions well, as we go, but... Sure. Yeah, uh, oh, I should point out, this is Sam's first time playing Fate. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for uh, running this on such short notice, Rodrigo. I'm excited to play. Oh, sure, sure. Um, oh, yeah, I will point out, uh, when you look at your stunts, uh, some of you have stunts that specifically say at the beginning of an encounter. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's when they trigger. 
So you got to remember, if you get into a fight or you get into some sort of tense encounter, those happen at the very beginning. If you forget, uh, we might be able to dial it back or we might not, depending on what's happened. But uh, make sure you keep an eye on that. So should um, I see it, any abilities on my character sheet? Yeah, if you roll down under stunts. Your character sheet is the document I sent you. I should probably look at that. Yeah. Like, yeah, on your, yeah, on, on the, the, the thing here on roll 20, it's just, it's just a Thank skeleton. You. That's what I was, I was looking at the yeah. roll 20 sheet. Okay. 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 Now I am, I am no longer confused. Yeah, this was a last-minute thing, so if we had had the time to properly bring the characters into Roll20, Roll20 does come with uh, a Fate Accelerated and a Fate System uh, that you can build as a template and and put in your characters that way. So keep in mind, for those of you who use Roll20, it is uh, Fate-compatible. Yeah, so that's that's Fate. Let's talk about this specific game. So uh, this game takes place in a uh, sort of a village, like a, a large village or a small city inside a magical forest. The majority of the characters are part of a race of small magical humanoids named Hoplets. Um, these Hoplets live in a town known as Hopleton, which is in the middle of this forest. And uh, there is some hubbub and commotion um, about uh, about the town, each of your characters has either been given a a summons or has somehow been told to uh, report to the uh, baker to the bakery uh, first thing in the morning. So uh, the buildings here in Hopleton are all much smaller than they would be in um, a, a human city. Uh, I'm thinking hoplets are probably about three feet tall. Um, there might be some that are slightly taller than that, but the majority of them are kicking around, like the adults are kicking around that uh, size. Um, so everything is sort of scaled down. Um, and, you know, it's like, if somebody needs to like get around town, they're probably most more likely to like hop on a goat than uh, any sort of horse, for example. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, you are each of your characters is given a summons um, to report to the baker first thing in the morning. Again, the bakery the bakery is a pretty large building because it's got you know ovens and uh, all this other stuff. Uh, in general. Uh, there's this is the sort of town where there's only one one person doing any given job. So even though everybody has names, everybody also kind of knows each other by their jobs. So uh, for example, the baker, everybody knows the baker as the baker. He has a name, um, but whenever they talk about him, most people just refer to him as the baker. The baker is a... Uh, pretty uh fit hoplet a very eligible uh bachelor still even though he's a little older uh you can know the baker because he wears a tall chef's hat and a uh, and has kind of mutton chops uh also present at the bakery uh, along with the baker is uh the 
the mayor of Hopleton, uh, who you can recognize because he has a big curly mustache and wears a sash that says mayor. <laughs> um, also, presumably present before anybody else uh, gets there would be the Baker's Apprentice. So uh, I believe Steven's playing the Baker's Apprentice. I am playing the Baker's Apprentice, uh, a.k.a. Barry McMuffin is his name. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he's very busy this morning because, obviously, if the mayor is called a meeting, then the mayor is going to want snacks. And so Barry is very busy laying out uh, little uh, little cakes, little donuts uh, to for everybody that, as they're coming in and also making sure that there is a large uh, container of both the bitter brew and the uh, the lemonade ready for anyone who wants to to have a drink. Okay. Uh, any any distinctive characteristics? Uh, you can or, tell that he's the baker's apprentice because he's got a one of those chef's hats that kind of lays down flat to the side instead of standing uh, okay. straight up, yep. and he has uh, around his belt always at the ready a series of little pouches that contain spices and baking ingredients like flour or sugar or salt or pepper. Uh, yeah, those kinds soda. of things are, yeah, baking soda. It's all at the ready uh, on this little belt uh, that he wears around him. Oh, aside for the baker's apprentice, uh, who gets, who, who, who would be the next person to show up? Who's, who's punctual? Not I. Okay. Not me. Okay. Well, I guess that leaves us with probably Sam and Rob showing up at the same time. So, Sam, why don't you uh, tell us about your character? Uh, so, my character is the ranger. Um, so, she uh, looks a little bit more, um, I guess, probably disheveled by Hoplet standards from spending a lot of time in the woods. Um, you know, probably uh, dressed in comfortable clothes, like maybe... Uh, uh, tough boots and uh like has probably some like leaves sticking out of her uh maybe some flowers too and um you know uh is sniffing the baked goods um like ap- approvingly but also has like probably munching on some like uh dried fruit or something that she'd also brought from having picked from the forest and maybe brings like a little bit of basket of berries of, of fresh pick to the baker to make it a scones of some sort. Okay. Uh, do you have, do you have a name for, for the ranger? If you I, don't right I now, it's fine. We can come up with it later. Yeah. I'll come up with one later if that's all right. That's fine. All right, Rob. Yeah. Uh, as uh, the ranger steps into the, uh, bakery and starts sniffing a uh, little red squirrel pops up on her shoulder and just takes a big sniff and starts looking around excitedly at all the uh, pastries. Okay. Uh, Rob, I, I suppose you get to decide uh, you can, you can be a, a, a talking squirrel or you can be a non-talking squirrel. What do you think? <laughs> non-talking squirrel. It's t- like uh, it, it is. It is tough but rewarding to play a character who can't talk, um, but it it can get tough. It, this is a one shot though, so if you're gonna try it, this might be the time to try it. Also, this right. is an audio podcast, so yeah. So I'd maybe recommend talking, but totally your call. Well, you can describe what your you can describe what your character does. 
Yeah, um, I, I'm going to go with a non-talking. Okay. Do you have does does uh does a squirrel have a name? Sam, any ideas? Squirt, well, squirrely McSquirrel face. How about Raspberry? Okay. okay. Good morning, Ranger. Hello, Raspberry, oh, uh, and I toss a raspberry to the to the squirrel. Oh, uh, good, good good morning, uh, Mister McMuffin. Oh, you can just call me Barry. Oh, uh, Barry then. Do you know what this is about? I have no idea, but I'm sure that the mayor has everything thought out and planned out. And this is going to be a big event. And I'm sure it will bring a lot of great people into this fine bakery establishment. All right. Uh, let's uh, probably the next to arrive will be Matthew's character. So why don't you uh, uh, tell us about your character, Matthew? Um, so... Uh, it should be noted that I watched a certain movie this week, just definitely affecting my costuming thoughts. But I'm thinking um, kind of a big, goofy red robe that's supposed to look really, really, you know, sagacious and magic-y, but it just kind of looks oversized with gold trim that ends up being kind of smudged with smoke and soot from the things exploding uh, like they do. Um yeah, the mystic actually has a last name that he's not proud of, but most people just know him as Kenny Kablam, uh, because things tend to explode and burst into flame when he is around. And so he no longer has to carry the shame of Kenny's snot pockets. Um, so he's actually kind of fine with that. Um, I don't know. Where, you said... Like three apples high, three feet, three feet tall. <laughs> yeah, about three feet tall. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know if there are any other distinguishing features of hoplets. I don't know if they have like pointy mm-hmm. ears or, I don't know, yeah. s- s- uh, compound eyes. Who knows? Yeah, definitely clean shaven, uh, compound eyes, a uh, little pointy wizard hat with moons and stars on it, and a tassel on top. Uh, matching, but slightly more singed uh, than the uh, robes. And uh, if he were to take off his his hat, which he almost never does, he has hair that looks remarkably like the Bob's Big Boy mascot. So that's fun. Okay. All right. Okay. And then uh, once the mystic arrives, uh, the mayor... What did I miss? What did I miss? What did I miss? Oh, nothing yet. Uh, hello, wizard. Uh, I noticed that your robes still have uh, no pockets. Um, so here, have a have a muffin. Oh, thank you. The uh, the mayor looks like he's about getting ready to uh, to talk and and tell you all what this is about when uh, Brian's character shows up. <laughs> all right, and uh, stumbles a uh, sleepy-eyed-looking hoblet. Uh, he wears uh, threadbare and heavily patched uh, coveralls uh, and a flannel shirt, uh, barefoot uh, with a curly mop of uh, matted hair atop. And uh, hey, y'all, uh, need some help here? Is there uh, is, uh, too much uh, bread being made? Uh, need some help eating it? There's a fine spread right over here. Oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, help myself. Uh, Brian, do you have a name for your character? Uh, he'll be Clyde. 
Clive Clovis. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with uh, Autumn, Autumn Leaf. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. Is that everybody's ah. name? <laughs> yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, the... The mayor is, seems briefly flustered at the appearance of uh, Clyde, uh, but then uh, gathers his composure and says, uh, uh, well, uh, I have a, uh, a very special assignment for you all, and honestly, I wasn't counting on Clyde being here, but I think it'll make do him some good to, uh, um, to, to put it, actually put his mind to something. Uh, we, or, or our baker here had a request from the human kingdom at the edge of the forest, uh, to make a very special cake, which, uh, he has been working on, uh, for the past couple of days and now it's ready and I need you all to deliver it. Um, of course, uh, our ranger is, uh, quite necessary for this, uh, the baker, asked us to uh to have Barry come along in case the uh the cake needs anything on the way there and because he knows what sort of moisture and conditions it needs to be kept on there. Um our mystic uh this is a this is an important um mission so uh we wanted to uh make sure that you went along kenny we uh we thought you might be able to both provide insight and protection in case anything happened have a little sorrow uh well um there's some angry squeaking oh uh yes also happy happy to see you as well raspberry uh, let's uh let's autumn autumn, autumn nods yep uh, let's uh, let's go into this room here, and uh, the baker opens a, a big set of double doors, uh, and you are led into a room where there is a large box. I mean, this is a huge cake. Like, it's a huge cake for people, so for you guys, it just seems massive. It's, you know, it's not like a multi-story wedding cake, but it is like an enormous disc. Um it's in a uh it's in a box of thin wood um there's some paper lining the uh the bottom sort of like uh like wax paper i guess maybe i don't know much about cakes so if uh if somebody is like i would never put wax paper under a cake then that's fine just imagine that i said something more reasonable um it is a large it's a large uh, white cake, uh, or or the frosting is white, uh, and it is um, decorated in exquisite uh, pink, blue, and white flowers along the edge of basically the top of it. Um, the flowers are very little; they're very well made, uh, obviously made out of frosting. Um, and not much else as far as decoration, but it makes the cake look really classy. There is a uh, definite, when the cake is revealed, there's a definite swell of pride from the baker and uh, the mayor who had potentially already seen it, it you know, but is now seeing it again, kind of like, uh, seems like surprised at it. But 
but you know, partially because it's so big and also because it's a really good looking cake. The mayor says, well, here it is. Uh, if you need to do any last minute, last minute preparations, then by all means, but, uh, the sooner you leave, uh, the sooner you'll get through the forest and the sooner you'll be able to deliver this. Well, let's go forward to representing the bakery (laughs) in the kingdom. Good, good, good. Uh, well, um, yes, thank you, uh, thank you for helping your community on his, uh, on his way out, he, uh, looks at, uh, looks at Autumn Leaf and says, uh, make sure to keep an eye on Clyde, and then he leaves. (laughs) Well, we should probably load this, uh, up onto the cart and be on our way with haste. Oh, uh, Cart's not going to be able to to get through the forest. You're oh, gonna uh, you're gonna have to carry this. Uh, well, that's gonna be a little bit tricky navigating the forest, but um, hmm. Well, um, I guess uh, Barry. You can, uh, he's not big enough to carry it himself, right? No, it it very much needs two people, at, at least. Mm-hmm two hoplets to, to, to be carried. All right. How about Barry, Clyde, and uh, uh, Raspberry, you stay on top and make sure that the weight is distributed evenly between the two of them. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Come on, Clyde. Pick up that end. I suppose. Hey, hunkers down and... Uh... There's oh, counting on you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, like it's not not it's not like extremely heavy, but it's something definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, and you guys just head out. Yeah, yes. I suppose so, I suppose. Okay. I'll oh, grab some baked uh, goods for the journey. Sure, sure. You guys uh, load up on load up on carbs, which is great when you're <laughs> doing yep. some traveling. Um, as you uh, as you start to make your way to the edge of town, people are very curious about what you're doing. Important delivery coming through. Important delivery coming through. On your yeah, on your way out, as you're getting to the edge of town. Uh, you uh, pass the house of the uh, spinster who opens her window and pops her head out and says, Beware the forest! (laughs) Beware the dark spirits of the forest! Beware the plorpholite! Autumn shakes her head. She's like, The forest is fine! The forest is fine! I'll be guiding them! Okay, but beware. (laughs) She closes her window. Uh, So you guys uh, get into the forest. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, So since uh, Autumn is guiding you, uh, let me get uh, an overcome action from Sam. So Sam, if you look at your approaches, uh, this is pretty open you can basically describe how you guide people through the forest 
um, and you know, like shamelessly tag it to your highest, uh, <laughs> um, to your highest uh, approach, or if you would rather say like, well, she's actually doing this like for like very carefully. Um, it doesn't have to be your highest approach. It's the we're just kind of looking for a uh, positive role here. So while my um, my highest approach is, or highest tag is quick, um, uh, I think I'm going to actually go with careful, which is just one lower um, because I just think that makes more sense. Um, sure. So given that we're hauling a big cake, um, she's going to just try to like look for smooth terrain, you know, point out any roots or rocks that people might trip on and other like uh, critters or, you know, holes or things to, to avoid um, and trying to get the best path um, that will uh, avoid hazards. Okay. Oh, um, I forgot to say, uh, you guys have a uh, line on your character sheet that says current fate points. Uh, mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. make that three. So basically, you okay. guys have three unspent fate points right now. Okay. Uh, so Sam, go ahead and roll four fudge dice and add two, and we'll see how this goes. I have three. Nice. So uh, it, uh, it it does quickly become very clear that um, that uh, the ranger knows what she's doing. Uh, perhaps even Autumn herself is surprised at the um, the fact that you are having to navigate the forest. You know, keeping in mind that there is a giant box that's carried by two people that don't know much about the forest. Um, and uh, you're actually doing a pretty good job of preventing them from tripping over stuff or falling into a ditch or whatever. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the forest, uh, ar- like immediately around Hopleton, is uh, is like bright greens and flowers, and uh, a lot of sunlight comes through. But the farther you get away from town, the darker it gets. Uh, just much more. Deeper green foliage, uh, brambly uh, bushes and trees that choke out the light, and uh, a, a much more uh, tense atmosphere as uh, the sounds of you know frolicking squirrels and uh, and birds give way to the sounds of who knows what. <laughs> That one bird that goes, wah, wah, wah. yeah, hmm. you know, it's like it's like classic, classic movie <laughs> soundtrack. There's like, yeah, there's like a kookaburra, <laughs> there's like a, 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 a howler monkey, a howler yeah. monkey, bullfrog, just just Something this, just go down sure the list an of standard. No entirely sure. Well, I, uh, I know more Wilhelm about scream. Uh, so, so I have the aspect knows more about animals than about people. So, mm-hmm. um, I might try to actually like identify the animals in uh, the hopes of, you know, that being comforting to these people, uh, other uh, hoplets who are not as familiar with them so that they will, won't be um, nervous. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, well, I, I suppose it's up to each of them, but again, the deeper you get into the forest, uh, the, the scarier the animals get. If you're pointing out, it's like, oh, that's just a coyote. It's like, oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's still that's scary. pretty scary. Yeah, it's like, oh, those are just, you know, those are just uh, razor beetles. 
Or oh, that's so not, step on don't that. worry. Yeah, don't yeah. don't worry, guys. That's not an animal. That's a ghost. Yeah. Barry seems somewhat. <laughs> Barry seems somewhat oblivious to that kind of stuff because he's too busy trying to describe to Clyde how the baker made all of the the roses on the cake. Oh, the the baker used buttercream uh, and put it in a piping uh, and and squirted it in in such a way. Oh, it is so fantastic! And now because I'm studying underneath him, uh, I get to. Uh, the next cake, get to put the flowers on myself, Clyde. It's so exciting. So exciting. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, meanwhile, Clyde's looking around trying to entice some random woodland creature to with uh, some baking goods he pocketed earlier uh, to basically try to come and stand under the box to relieve his load. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me... Uh, uh, yeah, why don't you give me an overcome action? And see if if you manage to do that. All right. Would this be uh could can uh, be considered a clever action? Yeah, if you can do it cleverly, certainly. All right. Uh, six. Wow. <laughs> wow. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, definitely, as you guys uh, are walking through the forest, um, up ahead, you spot someone. Um, and then you realize that someone is Clyde who is, has like made him a little bed for himself in a, on a, like some roots and (laughs) is resting there eating some baked goods. And then, uh, when Barry looks over, he realizes that, uh, a raccoon, uh, has taken over Clyde's spot and is carrying (laughs) the box at the correct speed and everything, but it's also st- starting to like scratch and nibble at the bottom to see if he can get at the cake. Mm. Oh dear. My goodness, Autumn, there's a raccoon carrying this box. Uh, well, that's impressive, uh, but, but you shouldn't be doing that raccoon. Get, get you. And she'll right. toss like something at him. Yeah. The, ra- the raccoon takes the box. off. No, no, it's holding the box. Yeah, who holds the box once the once the oh, raccoon wait. takes it? Oh wait, and then she'll like grab it, and then be like, "Clyde, you had one job." Uh, I, I I delegated. You Just, can't delegate to raccoons; they're untrustworthy. You seem a uh, nice enough fellow. Their hands aren't very clean, though. Does Clyde have like gloves with like the fingers cut out? Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was thinking. Uh, maybe not all the, of the fingers cut out. But. <laughs> you you know they're untrustworthy. They have the little burglar masks. It's very well, obvious. They Come pick up the box. Okay. I'm supposed to guide. To to be fair, one of the people back in town that Clyde gets along with the best is the burglar. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that the clown the town just has a burglar that lives there, and everyone knows. Yep. Always asking me so many questions about what people are doings. Good to talk <laughs> to someone. All right. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, as the raccoon uh, runs away, uh, it, he really kicks up a ruckus. Um, and as the sound of branches and uh, brambles being snapped, dies down there is another noise that um that replaces it which is a progressively louder and louder buzzing noise 
Uh-oh. Uh, what, Uh-oh. What is that? Uh, would I make like an overcome check to identify what that is? Uh, your last overcome check was pretty good. So you can, you can just know that it's... Um, bees! It's, it's not bees. It's, oh. uh, it's buzzy beetles. Uh, which are pretty aggressive. Beetles. Buzzy beetles, you know, they're pretty aggressive. They travel in packs, and they're a little uh, a, a little heavier than a hoplet. Mm. So they're, you know, like uh, like golden retriever-sized beetles. Oh, fun. Um, are they likely to, like, attack us? Oh, yeah. Uh, would it be best to, like, fight them off or run from them? Uh, you can try to do either, but consider that you're carrying a cake. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, buzz, Buzzy Beetles. Oh, yes, Mystic, Unleash. I have a thing. Okay. I'm going to do a thing. Since I am the keeper of arcane knowledge, I'm going to cast a cone of force around the cake box so that nothing will be able to get into it. Okay. That's I also, I also have use. a thing. Ooh. Okay. Hey, hang on a second, Steven. Uh, so you're, you're casting a cone of force on the cake box. Yes, but it's a glowing cone of force and it glows green and then red okay. and then purple. It's super flashy. He said, hinting broadly. Uh, sure. Uh, go ahead and got to go ahead and roll flashy. Um, and then, uh, I don't think you have a stunt that that benefits that. Okay, so a two. No, I don't think so. Uh, unless, that, unless forcefully put, and that would be forcefully, not flashily. Yeah. Uh, okay. It might be so, book knowledge. You know, I have right here on page fifty-three of the spell book. It says right so here, the, cone of force, flashing cone the, of neon force. The cake in the book box has a cone of force, uh, and you get. Uh, technically, anybody does, but uh, definitely, Matthew, you do get a, a free invoke on that. Okay. Now, if we can just keep it from exploding. So, um, the, as the sound grows louder, uh, you guys uh, realize that the buzzy beetles are uh, all around you and sort of converging on you. Um and you're probably going to have to fight them off or at least try to make a make a a, a a make enough of a of a wedge to 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 escape uh so yeah steven you you were you said you had something yeah i'm going to as soon as she said uh buzzy beetles uh i want to use my quick wits to find out uh, some knowledge or some aspect of the buzzy beetles that I might be able to use uh, something in my pouches to scatter them off. I'm looking for some aspect of uh, the enemy using my uh, quick wits stunt and using, you know, quick. As okay. My, uh, yep. As Go ahead and roll. I got a one. Okay. With a one, <laughs> um, you get... Uh, you know that the buzzy beetles have a a, a strict pecking order. Okay. Uh, and you get one free invoke of that. Is he the one that gets the free invoke of that? Uh, he is. 
Um, okay. Unless he, unless he decides to pass it on to someone else. Yeah, uh, um, I will. I will. Uh, 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 hmm. So when do I pass that on, or how do I pass that on? Uh, you can decide to like on somebody's turn. You can tell them, and okay, and they can they can get that invoke. Okay. Okay. So uh the anyone so else is this have the start of the encounter because i have a begin this like, would be uh, the start of the encounter yes all right so then i will activate bond of battle to put a temporary aspect on my squirrel companion um based on my past training um oh so let's say you know since i know what buzzy beetles are i previously and they're aggressive and um i previously taught him how to like all about them and so like maybe he has like something like uh you know, knows weak points. Okay. So they can like figure out ways to get under their armor. Uh, go ahead and roll. Do you have a roll that goes with that? Uh, it doesn't say I do. It's just a stunt. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, you may so... roll to carefully put a temporary aspect. Uh, so what, what would I roll for that? Just anything? Care- uh, careful. You would... Yeah, you'd roll careful. Careful. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Uh, I've got three. That is a free invoke. And what 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 was the uh, weak uh, points? Weak points. Okay, that pretty much. Uh, so we'll say that can mostly be used by uh, the squirrel and the ranger. Uh, but the the squirrel has that now. Cute. All right. Anybody else have any like start of start of fight stuff? Okay. Fight? Uh, there is now. Uh, it's got a bug on the board. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So five buzzy be- beetles come out. And uh, the very first thing that happens is uh, one of them is going to attack. Uh, but first, let's talk about the cake. <laughs> no, not the cake. The cake. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the cake requires two PCs to hold. It adds plus two to careful and minus two to everything else. Uh, if you get hit, you have to pass the cake to someone else. You can pass the cake on your turn as an action. You can pass the cake on your turn without spending an action if you spend a fate point. You can take the t- cake on your turn as an action. You can take the cake on your turn without spending an action. If you do it at the top of your turn, so basically before you act. Uh, right now, I believe Autumn and uh, Barry have Barry. the cake. Yeah. Right. So uh, one of the Buzzy Beetles is going to attack Barry. Uh, Barry, you get a chance to to defend here. Okay. So it's not it's not like tagging any aspects or anything like that. It's just jumping at you with its mandibles. Ah, I want to, um, I want to make sure that I'm holding on to the cake and I want to be uh, very careful, uh, to make sure that the cake box doesn't drop, uh, on, on the ground. I guess the aspect I'm using is careful. Okay. Is that correct? That I'll, I'll allow it. And so because uh, I'm carrying the cake, I get a plus two. Yep. So um, on top of that, are you tagging anything? Uh, am I tagging anything? I don't 
think so. I just want to make sure that I can dodge the attack and make sure that I maintain the cake and make sure it doesn't fall down. Okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Uh, okay. Do I get baking magic? Cause, uh, uh, I get a plus one to any roll that directly involves baked goods. And since I'm holding the cake, would that be a baked good? Uh, it is. Uh, this one specifically, because you're trying to keep the cake from falling, would apply. Um, okay. You don't get it because the cake's in the scene. You get it because you're specifically doing something with the cake. Okay. All right. So, yes. Uh, would apply so, in this sense. Yeah. Also, I'll use my baking magic that I learned uh, in, in the bakery from my uh, fine, uh, the baker. And, um, uh, you know, there's so many things going on in the kitchen that you have to be able to twist and turn and uh, spin around and sometimes employ, employ a little magic to make sure things float just right. So I should be rolling a uh, five on this. Uh, my careful yeah. is a three. Oh, I'm sorry. My, uh, I should be rolling a six on this. My careful is a three. The cake is giving me a two. And then the baking magic is giving me a one. Yep. Okay. I roll a six. All right. Uh, you very much succeed. Oh, you get a boost. So, Yay. Um, Remind me what a boost is again. A boost is a temporary aspect. Basically, it gives you... It gives you a you have this like floating plus two to to whatever. Um so uh usually it comes in the shape of something like specific, so you are able to dodge the beetle and um in the process you're able to also like maybe get out a tool from your belt or something like that, and that's okay. gonna give you a plus two to your next thing. Okay. All right. Okay. Do I need to describe uh, what that boost is now, or do I wait until I need to use it? It's it's up to you. You can describe it later. Okay. Uh, we'll wait then. Okay. Uh, so a bug went. Uh, who wants to go for you guys? I do. Okay. Raspberry actually disappeared as soon as the uh, buzzy beetles started to come up. Okay. Uh, and would like to get underneath the lead one. And hit that weak point. Uh, sneak a leak. Okay. Can I, uh, you said my, I had a free invoke or was that just, uh, I had to spend a fate point to invoke the pecking order. Uh, you get a, you get a free one. Okay. So I'll, I'll go ahead and use that invoke to help uh, raspberry know that there's a pecking order in these guys. And starting with the top, the top bug is probably the best bet. Okay. All right. Uh, so invoking gives a plus one, plus two. Should be a plus, plus two. two. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna need that. <laughs> That's all right. Just I'm use it. Anyway. Definitely invoking the nose weak point. Uh, and we can uh, the aspects can be invoked multiple times. Correct. Like uh, me invoking a thing doesn't take it away from someone else to be able to invoke it. Right. Those free invokes do go away, but as long as people spend fate points, they can keep invoking them. Okay. Yeah. So come up underneath, find the uh, weak point in the armor between the uh, or their, their exoskeleton where their legs connect to the thorax. Thorax? Okay. Abdomen? Abdomen. Bug parts. I used to know these. Uh, 
and tear off a leg. Okay. With a seven. That's pretty high. Uh, okay. So that's going to be two shifts. So we'll mark that here. Uh, so you hit it and uh, you're able to basically just like pop the whole leg out. But, you know, they've got, he's got five more. Um, these guys uh, are, are a little bit tougher than they look. Oh, no. uh, okay, so we'll have another bug go. Uh, that bug is going to go after Clyde. Uh, well, uh, as Clyde kind of rolls over and sees that there's a big old bug coming his way, he'll uh, kind of just reflexively like throw a loaf of bread at it and try mm-hmm. to roll out of the way. Okay. Uh, what uh, what would you like to use for that? <laughs> it's kind of my worst stat, but would that be a quick by the description? By the description, yeah. Um, All right, we'll go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, one. Oh, nice. Well, let's see what he rolls. A two. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so you've got one point of stress coming at you. You can fill right. up your one stress box. That's probably yeah. the, the best thing you, best you could option. do in this instance. Yeah. yeah, your best option. So we'll start getting in more and more into what, uh, what damage and stress does um, yeah. as, as we go. Hopefully, this will be all we have to uh, talk about. Okay, who wants to go <laughs> uh, for you guys? I'll go. Okay. <sighs> Bugs. Why did it have to be bugs? Okay. So, question for you. My uh-huh. stunt says I can hex people to give them uh-huh. an aspect. Are those aspects up to me? Yes. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I would like to target one of the buzzy beetles. Okay. Uh, is there one that is particularly closest uh, two of them have like sort of broken their their circle to attack. So um, mm-hmm. there's the one that attacked the baker and the one that attacked the layabout. Hmm. Uh, and you know the the one that attacked the layabout, like he didn't quite manage to bite him, but he like basically like headbutted him, uh, uh, you know, into a comical pirouette. I, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, which one was attacked by Raspberry? Uh, that would be this one, the, the lead one. I think I shall target that one. Okay. And what I would like to do is I will use my hex to forcefully put an aspect on this enemy. So it's going to be my forceful, but I'm going to get a plus two. Do I get anything for cake or is that just if you're handling the cake? You have to be handling the cake. All right. I am not currently handling the cake, uh, but the aspects that I'm going to put on that uh, five-legged buzzy beetle impaled. Okay. So I'm going to try and like stick it with like a, a, a spear of pure magical uh, phlebotanum. Okay. That sounds good. Go ahead. Go roll it. Stab it. Uh, crap. It's a two. Okay. I mean, that's not terrible. That's that fine. They don't really get to roll to resist that, so... Okay. Uh, it's just going to have 
that aspect. And that aspect is going to hinder it? Or is it yep. something that at some point I will be able to so you, this is like, so aspects are things that you can tag in your attacks. They're going to give you a plus two or potentially a reroll, right? If you don't tag it on the way in, uh, after you roll, if you don't like it, you can tag it to do it. You can't do both, right? You're either doing a right. plus two or a reroll. Right. Or I can, uh, so, I can increase difficulty for the bug, right? Uh, or you, yeah, that's true. You can also, yeah, you can also so tag I it to increase difficulty for them. So at any point, if the bug does something, do I have to call that beforehand? Uh, you would have like to call it before they roll, yes. So if the, bu if the bug is about to bite the baker or the baker's apprentice, mm -hmm. I, would have to, I would have to call it, okay, before the bug, good, okay. Yep, yep. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, yes, a magical spear of quintessential star stuff, uh, ghost through the shell of the uh, lead Buzzy Beetle. Uh, which is going to lead us to Buzzy Beetle number three, who's going to attack the ranger. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, so you're holding the cake, which uh, gives you a minus two to everything except careful. Um, all right. So, so you have to figure out what you want to do here. A, a careful dodge of some form. Um, so then, yeah, I'm going to try to, um, you know, Carefully, um, like basically, use the terrain uh, as much as my as I can to uh, my advantage. So, like coordinating with um, a little bit uh, with Barry, uh, like do like a kind of step back um, into some shrubbery, um, and in the hopes of like confusing him. Okay. The the beetle that is. Okay. That sounds so good. I make a. Yeah, careful Barry's not with, confused. He knows what's going on. Uh, so it's so my normal careful is two, and so with the cake, I get another plus two. Yep. Cool. Just making sure. Then I've got uh, four. Okay, that uh, that will actually succeed with style, so you get a boost as well. So nice. Um, not only are you able to outmaneuver the uh, the beetle, but you know, you can maybe get yourself into an advantageous position or something. Just remember that you've got that floating there. Cool. Um, uh, who wants to go next? I mean, I can go next since I've got that floating. Um, okay. And you but, can, you can pass sorry, the what, cake off to somebody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, who I'll be like, Clyde, take the cake. Okay. Grab some cake. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sam, you have to spend. If you want to also act on your turn, you can. You have to spend a fate point to pass the cake. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh, so that takes me down to two. Um, and then uh, now that I'm no longer uh holding a cake, I will um like basically uh I'm gonna try to quickly um dash um around uh trying to i don't know confuse the beetles and uh so it's the impaled one is had we've identified as the leader mm -hmm. um then yeah i'm gonna basically like try to dash in and try to um make it clear that i'm you know challenging their their leader for uh supremacy and like okay. do like a hissing buzzy beetle little noise of my own 
and then try to like you know stab it with like my little knife that i have for for fighting such nasty things in the forest okay and you want to do that with quick yep okay go ahead and and how does the boost work uh so it's just a plus two well we can say that uh that the boost is actually that you were able to outmaneuver the thing and draw your knife in the same motion so i like that just add it there yep so, so then it would be my normal quick plus two. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I've got six. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that is definitely going to take out the lead buzzy beetle. Uh, it is now doubly Great. impaled, but it stops moving. The, the buzzy beetle, beetles have a quick buzz off and elect a new lead beetle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have another beetle go. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll say this new beetle wants to prove himself uh, by uh, attacking the ranger. Yeah, that's legit. Uh, well, now that I am no longer holding a cake, um, I'm going to quickly uh, try to dart back into the cover that I had found before to uh, avoid its mandibles. Okay. Uh, this... A uh, beetle is going to tag an aspect of the environment that you guys haven't really uh, discovered yet, but uh, the the forest floor is uneven. Oh no! And so he's going to try to get uh, use that to his advantage in his okay. attack. All right. So uh, Sam, you have a stunt that helps you to to dodge quickly, correct? Uh, yes, I have a uh, dodge roll, so I get a plus two to defend quickly. Okay. I'll go ahead and roll that. I have six. All right. You uh, succeed with style, so you get another boost floating. Sweet. Uh, who wants to go over here? Am I the last one? I think so. Oh, has Brian? Clyde you hasn't Brian? gone. No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to, I mean... Uh, I guess uh, since I'm still holding the cake, I need to be uh, I need to carefully reach into my pocket and pull out uh, my packet of uh, hot sauce that I carry and hurl it uh, carefully into the jaws of the new lead beetle. Okay. And I want to use my boost on that. Okay. Is this an attack? Uh, I guess it's a careful attack because okay. I've got to carefully hold, hold the cake and, and throw everything. So I've got the careful aspect, the boost, and then the cake plus two as well. Okay. Does that sounds right. Um, that would be a five. That would be a, f- wait, wait, wait. How's it a five? Cause I've three got careful. the careful. Uh, okay. Yeah, three for careful, two for the cake, careful, okay. and then a boost of plus two. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say that um, this really being the first time that you've been in a situation like this, your uh, intense need to not disappoint the baker is kind of working yes. against you. So I'm oh, going no. to tag, tag that for you to get up minus two. You'll get an action point, though, at, okay. the, at the end of the... So okay, so you're I back, so you're I back to just three. three. Yep. Okay, but I ended up spending my boost, right? Yeah, yeah. You still spent the boost. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So if you if you hadn't spent the boost, you'd be working at a plus yeah. one. 
Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll stay with a three then. So it's a three. Uh, that'll be a six. So you uh you love love the packet at it, but you just like you just have that second of hesitation and it just kind of lands on its head. Well, that is a sight to see. I look yep. at Clyde. Hmm. All right. Last buzzy beetle. And then Clyde, I believe. So okay. uh, the last buzzy beetle is going to lunge at the mystic. That's yeah, my favorite Cat Stevens album. Yeah. Uh, how do you defend against that? Let's see. What are my options? Uh, 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 well, you can use any of your uh, approaches as long as you can describe it. Mm. Oh, I can use uh, any If you have specifically part? a defensive stunt, you could try and use that, but I don't think you do. No. The closest I have is cleverly overcome an obstacle. That involves mm-hmm. no, that's not formalized thing, yeah. learning. I don't think that that would really be appropriate. Uh, it does not, no. I could diplomatize the horses. Um, right. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have a defensive stunt per se, but I could do something flashy. Yep. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the bottom of my red and gold mystic robes and I'm going to run away screaming at the top of my lungs in the flashiest okay. manner that I can. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Five. Okay. That'll succeed with style, so you get a boost. Oh, good. Just a floating uh, boost. And that's going to take us to Clyde, who is holding the cake. Okay. So, yeah, Clyde's uh, holding the cake. Uh Finding these bugs particularly troublesome, he kind of looks around, uh, spots a little pine cone, uh, picks it up, and starts trying to breathe a little spark into it to basically create a little uh, smoke bomb that uh, hopefully when they're distracted, he'll lob over the top of the cake in the midst of them trying to uh, hinder them or make them sleepy or otherwise just uh, make them less of a nuisance. Okay. Oh, do uh, be careful the layabout. <laughs> what would you like to use for that? This be happening to be a sneaky way of using my slacking magic? Uh, sure. We'll say that right. actually, we'll say that the stuff you find is smokable. Okay. So it's like slacking magic allows you to like find things that like then prevent you from having to do anything. So it's like, oh, here's something that I can smoke instead of like going out and like buying some actual tobacco. So it's like, you can do that and then sort of like repurpose it to, to, to make a lot of smoke. So that's fine. Slacking magic is a fantastic name for an ability. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, me holding the cake will kind of counteract the uh, bonus that that particular stunt gives me. So okay. I'll just be rolling my sneaky... Can he add a uh, fate point onto that? Uh, he could if there was an aspect that he wanted to tag. Would it be too late to add uh, tag an aspect at this point after the roll? Or I, I'd allow it since you guys haven't haven't really been spending your points. So yeah, you can do it now. Uh, yeah, I think I can uh, go ahead and tag. Works hard to not work hard if uh, if you feel that's <laughs> appropriate. Yep. Yep. Okay, right. so that's going to put you at a six. 
So that definitely succeeds with style. And you're trying to make this a scene aspect, right? Yes. Okay. Smoky smoke to, you know, obscure or otherwise hinder the bugs and be used to our advantage. All right. So there are two free invokes of that floating on it. And I'll kind of be like, well, if this is a good opportunity for us to get away, we could maybe take it. And I'll pass my turn. Okay, we'll go back to the top of the turn or order. Uh, let's start with you guys since the uh, Buzzy Beetles went first last time. On critical, On critical hit. hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? I will go first. Okay. Because I'm running flashily. Uh, <laughs> are any of them wounded that I could tell even though i've been running, uh running. no you guys basically ganged up on the first one and haven't i i don't think anybody hit anyone okay. else right there's uh, a nice they, they, of hot they, sauce on that other one yeah there's a packet a there's sauce. a pristine packet of hot sauce on one of them which one uh let's say let's the say spicy this one. one i'm yeah, gonna detonate the hot, the hot sauce Spicy beetle. De- detonate the hot sauce, okay. <laughs> I'm going to detonate the hot sauce using my Eldritch Spicy flame. beetle and scary beetle and posh beetle. <laughs> Baby beetle. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm going to detonate the hot sauce on ginger beetle. Okay. Uh, because ginger No, that spicy. one's called John. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, so uh, using my Eldritch flame. And I'm being flashy. That means I get a plus two bonus from the Eldritch Flame. Can I yep. use my my uh, boost? Uh, you can use your boost, yeah. So that would give me another plus two? Yep. So I'm going to detonate the hot sauce packet using the Eldritch Flame in a way that I hope will splash over to the other Buzzy Beetles and blind them with whatever the, the uh, version of Sriracha used by Hoplitz would be. Are you ready? Okay. Hops, okay. Hop yep. sauce. Hop sauce. Yep, hop sauce. Oh, that's good. I love that. Eldritch flame. <laughs> Six. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, the beetle is going to try to exploit the terrain to not get blown up. Jump fish hooks. Yeah, these guys are tough. Like you, you, I mean, you guys are tagging stuff, and that's good. But you know. We should probably there's, look there, figure out some aspects. Yep. There's well, and there's some you know there's some smoky smoke on the board, and just gotta gotta make sure that you guys are looking at uh, at everything that's available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that one, uh, it just got singed a little bit, so that one's gonna jump on the mystic. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> uh, how do you defend? Uh, how do you against defend, this? Uh... Uh, and we'll uh, we'll have a point in coming for Matthew because it exploded the terrain against him. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to defend forcefully. Okay. And I'm going to, to use a force field. Okay. Uh, or something. Force shield. It's going to be round and square all at the same time. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, so can I exploit the smoky smoke? Yep. So can I dive into a pool of smoky smoke and throw up my force shield to try and both uh, confuse and fling it away? 
Cool. I will try doing that. Hang on. Let me check one okay. thing. So that's a plus two to, to whatever else you have. All right. So I have a plus two, and I have a thing. And since this is a forceful defense, it's going to be a, another plus two. And I think that's all I have other than just mm-hmm. my regular fate dice. So, oh, seven. Okay. Well, you're going to get a boost. Oh, um, so can I, can I have that. the shield explode? <laughs> uh, sure. Right now in his face? Um, yes. Would it's it not really like, you? again, the boost goes to you, but you oh, can okay. say that you've got it like that, that blasting it away gives you like confidence. Hmm. That's good. Like you, you definitely just had a, like a "you shall not pass" moment. Skrakow. All right, who wants to go next? Uh, wouldn't it be the bugs. No, the bugs just attacked Matthew. Oh right. Okay, fair enough. So that was that was uh, Matthew's defense. Defense. Yeah, I know. It, 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 I got confused because it was so flashy. Yeah. Um, can I try to use basically my knowledge of, of animals in the forest to to find uh, another aspect here? You know, like looking around for anything in the terrain that we can use or like if these bugs have natural enemies that I might be able to like call upon or something like that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so would I just uh, that be I don't know. What, what, what would I be rolling there? Like careful or careful or um, clever if you if you think yeah, that makes more sense. My clever is pretty mediocre, so let's go with. I mean, I guess clever is probably the right one, though, too. So let's do it. And do I get a bonus for invoking my aspect of knowing about animals? Uh, you can, if you spend a, a, a an action point, yes. Uh, or uh, sorry, fate point, a fate point. Yeah, fate point. Yeah. Cool, great. Then I'll I'll spend one of my fate points and uh, just roll clever. Okay, so you get a plus two to that because of the. Uh, I only have one. Oh, that's enough. Um, what would you like to discover or or, or um, maybe like what stirred them up? Is there like running for something that that's going to start chomping on them soon? Okay, so they're like attracting a predator. Yeah, which Love is you know, kind of like a whole whole different problem. But you know, maybe yeah. we can escape into the smoky smoke while that's they're fighting it out. All right, uh, let's. Go for another bug. That one is going to uh, try to attack the baker, the baker's apprentice. Tell me if I can. Tell me if I can do this. Knowing that there's a bug incoming, mm-hmm. I want to. Um, it, would this be an obstacle? The the bug attacking or no? No, it's an attack. Okay, so uh, I'm going to need to be clever here. And okay. I'm going to try to uh, spin both uh, the cake and and Clyde uh, around so that uh, we kind of pass through the smoke. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Um. And in the pro, so I'm going to use that um, uh, smoky smoke uh, as part of this, which is what a plus one. It's a plus two. Oh, a plus two. Okay. Uh, and then of course I'm being clever, which is a plus two and, um, knowing that this smoke, because it's got the pine, uh, it was the pine cone. I uh-huh. know that as the cake passes through the smoke, it will add a smoky flavor to the cake that will only enhance 
everyone's appreciation of this when it uh, when it arrives. So I'm also going to use my baking magic to know that this little ingredient will aid um, will aid in this in this defense. Uh, and I, hopefully, I, no. I I appreciate that, but no. Oh, boo. Uh, just then, just because uh, the, just because you name check the cake doesn't mean that you you get that. Okay. All right. Uh, but in the process, I'm hoping that because we're passing through that smoke, that the bug doesn't see the big rock on the other side and splats right into it. Okay. So if uh, I'm doing so this right, I've got right. a clever of a plus two. Mm-hmm. I've got the smoky smoke, which is a plus two. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not being careful, I have to take a minus two away because I'm carrying the cake and That's I right. don't get baking magic because I'm magically infusing this cake with this smoky taste. Right. And I roll a one. Okay. Well, let's see what the bug gets. The bug also gets a one. Oh, so it's a tie. Nice. It is a tie. Uh, I believe that means you don't take any damage, but the bug gets a boost. Oh. Okay. Take a look at your opponent's action to see what happens. Bug boost. No. If only I would. Uh, so yeah, the bug point. goes through the smoke, um, and uh, as you go around, Clyde uh, finds that he has to like lift up his arms a lot more to carry the cake because the bug has actually gotten underneath of uh, Barry, and basically Barry is now sitting on the bug. No. Uh, who's next? Clyder Raspberry. I mean, you haven't gotten either, Stephen. Oh, right. I guess. Uh, I guess I haven't. Yeah, that was just uh, your defense. So, yeah, that was that was my just my defense. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna quickly hop off this uh, this bug and kick it in the face as as I do so. Okay, you're gonna do that quickly. Yeah. So that's, uh, uh, so that's you're, that's, you're, you're going to be rolling that at a zero. Yeah, but I'm also going to. Can I use a fate point on this? Uh, yep, you can tag. You can tag an aspect. Okay, I'm going to tag my aspect of. If I don't get off this bug, I'm going to disappoint the baker. Okay. Sure. And that aspect gives me how many? Plus two. A two. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, four. Okay. Ah, boo. Yeah, these bugs are stupid tough. bug. Stupid bug. One one who hasn't run fate in a while might say perhaps too tough. That's <laughs> just a yeah. Okay, uh, so we'll have another bug go, and this bug is going to actually attack Barry as well. No, they're 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 sensing. sensing Barry is like there. the weakest. Yeah, they're bugging him. I'm gonna have Go to ahead. carefully uh, avoid. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to avoid this bug attack and and be careful by uh, not dropping the cake. So I've got the plus three and a plus two uh, for the cake, and I roll a six this time. Okay. Let's see what they get. Oh, oh no! Nice. Okay, you get a you got you got a you got a boost. Nice. From that. Uh, who's next? I am going to grab the. Have we damaged any of the other bugs? Nope. Are we able to identify which one's the new leader? Uh, yeah, the new leader is this one. 
Uh, it's also the one that was unsu unsuccessfully uh, exploded. So I, I think it still has a packet of hot sauce on its head. Yeah. Uh, Don't eat the hot sauce, uh, uh, raspberry. I'm going to grab that bug's attention mm -hmm. and try and pull it away from everybody uh, to towards where we're hoping the new predator is coming from. Okay. Uh, would that be an overcome? No. Uh, that you could either... Uh, you could either call that an attack and say that, you know, if successful, then the new predator shows up and, and eats him or tries to eat him. Or um, you could make that another aspect that you put on. So basically, like, getting it out of position or something. Uh, we'll go with attack. Okay. All right. And we're going to be quick about this. Okay. We're going to tag the attracting a predator, which still okay. has a free tag, right? Correct. Um, and then I will also use a fate point to tag strict pecking order, since I'm going for the leader again. Okay. All right. Actually, I. Oh, no, 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 never mind. I was going to say nobody had used a free invoke, but they did. You did the first time around. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that'd be a four. Okay. That's a one. So. Yay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, definitely um, Raspberry gets the attention of the lead bug, um, moves it out of position, at which point a buzzy bug eater comes out of the forest and chomps it. Hooray. Now, is this one of those uh, Saturday morning uh, cartoon predators that when it chomps it, it bites that uh, hot sauce packet and then starts breathing flames all over the uh, rest of the buzzy bugs? Uh, no, this one, this, uh, this one's mm -hmm. a connoisseur. So uh, ah. it, it actually, then once it's chomped, it just sits down where it is and starts licking its, its fingers. But it's still around because the aspect's still around. So, it's looking for if some you guys ranch. can make, yeah, if you guys can make other bugs appetizing, I guess. Mm. Uh, okay, <laughs> so that was uh, sounds like some breaking magic. Toss some confectioner's sugar on one of them. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, squirrel go. So the last uh, buzzy beetle will go, and this one will attack Barry again. Oh. Uh, just okay. Good Listen, feeling about this I'm still. Am I still riding on top of that one bug? Uh, yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Oh no! I'm you kicked it away around. from you, right? Oh right. Well, I no, I don't think I did. Oh, you uh, you, did, you weren't successful. Okay, yeah. I was unsuccessful, and he got a boost out of it. Uh, again, I'm gonna have to be careful and uh, try to. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Everybody's gone, so I can't call for any help from anybody. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to have to do uh, careful. Well, yeah, I don't want to. It's up to you, uh, Brian, but I need to get off of this bug and I need to get away from this other bug and I need to do it as carefully as possible because I don't want to uh, drop the cake and disappoint the baker. Um, I will. 
Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll my two carefuls, the careful from the cake and the careful from my skill to uh, artfully dodge this oncoming bug. Okay. Which is gross, by the way. Yeah. I rolled a three. Okay. They rolled a minus one. So that's, you get another boost. Yay. And then last, I believe, is uh, Clyde. Right, the layout. So, uh, yes. <laughs> It's kind of watching this fracas and just kind of idly looking around and he spots there seems to be a loose branch hanging on this tree overhead, one of the beetles. So he's going to try to kick out and uh, to the tree and knock the branch loose and have it land on the beetle for a clever attack. Okay. Unfortunately, I'll be at a penalty because I am holding the cake. So, you know, you could just spend a fate point to throw to to put someone else on the cake. I could. Uh, who wants it? I can take it back. It's like a. <laughs> All right, I will spend my second fate point to uh, basically tell the ranger, uh, "Here, hold this for me," and uh, and kind of plot on over to that tree and give it a solid kick. Oh, for a total of two. Oof, let's see. Uh, oh. No, that bug is very resistant to that, unfortunately. Eh, I uh, really wasn't trying hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that's an activation there. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm going to activate my eh power. Okay. Or stunt. You can tell the guys what it does. Okay. So yes, anytime I would fail a roll, I could declare I wasn't trying anyway and gain a plus two to my next roll. I can do that three times per session. Hilarious. <laughs> I mentioned Okay, that. that's gonna take us to the top of the round, I believe. Uh and this time the bugs go first. So this top bug here, the the new leader with his boost is going to uh Try to take a chomp at the mystic. The, the mystic one that I'm currently on top to of. Chomp. Uh, yes, the one that... Uh, it, they're not very smart. So uh, that okay. one's lost track of where... Uh, where Barry went. Where Barry is. And is actually <laughs> Object just permanence is... At, yeah, yep, yep. It's just a bug. no idea where he went. <laughs> just a bug. <laughs> he notices that there's a giant box and a ranger on the... Hanging off the front of his face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, at on my turn, this is not my turn, so I can't take the cake without spending an action. I'm being attacked, so I have to defend. I don't have mm-hmm. any defensive stunts necessarily, right? So I mean, I'm could, going. You know, to, what's your top thing? What do you mean? What's my top thing? What's your top? Um, what's your top uh, approach? Whatever. Flash. Yeah, approach. Yeah. Yeah. Dodge with a plum. Yeah, he's saying he doesn't have a a a stunt. Yeah, he doesn't have a stunt that that goes to to defend. And I don't necessarily have anything else that I can, like, cash in to be like a thing and a thing. Um, Yeah, you guys have have created some aspects, but now they're all dry, so you have to spend action points to activate them. It says here on my sheet that I have a boost. Yep. So I would like to cash in my boost. Can I do that? Okay, so I'm uh, because they're clearly dumb. 
mm-hmm. like really dumb, I'm going to avoid being attacked by covering my eyes. So they figure that if I can't see them, they can't see me, and I'm going to make a big deal. Oh, no, I cannot see them. Oh, no. Very flashily. Walking in circles, you know, trying to flap my hands around to see what's going on. Okay. Isn't that awesome? And, and yes. you're doing this as an attack? No, I'm doing this as a defense for being attacked. They oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, right, right. That's okay. Yep. I'll, I'm the I'll, mystic. I'll, 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 I'll accept it. Hi, my name's Matthew. I'm the mystic. You remember me? Yep. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, how do you feel about Wah! that? Didn't work at all. Well, uh, that did not yeah. work at all. Um, not so uh, the the mystic uh, closes eyes, swings his arms around wildly, and gets uh, a pretty good a chomping on one of the arms. <laughs> um, so you have two stress coming in. Um, when you look at mm-hmm. your stress indicators down there, right? One, mm-hmm. two, and three. Uh, mm-hmm. What you're going to want to do here is mark your two bar, right? So since it's so like literally a Word document, you can just uh, take that two O and just turn it into like a two X. Okay. And so... that means that your two stress... Um, uh, box has been checked. Right. Has my one stress box been checked? Nope. Okay. That just so oh, potentially what you could do is check your one box and your two box. Mm-hmm. But really what you'd want to do here is check your two box. We, we can get a little bit more into exactly how damage works um as okay. as more of it happens. Uh okay. Well good job, bug. <laughs> Stupid bug. Uh who wants to go? I guess since I'm on top of this bug, I might as well do something. Um, Having seen the attacking predator uh, come into the picture, how do I, how do I activate that aspect? I have to spend a fate point. Uh, You would have to spend a fate point. Uh, You can also basically roll at it again to maybe try to give it more free invoke. So if you wanted to spend your turn, like analyzing the predator, uh, the buzzy bug eater, you could. I, I think what I want to do is kind of what Autumn had suggested is to reach into one of my side pouches and pull out something that I think would be very tasty for mm-hmm. the uh, for the for the predator and throw it on top of of the bug, coating it okay. with this uh, delectable stuff. So okay. that would be. Um, so so you have two options. You can we can either call that an attack. I think um, it is, and an you attack. can tag the predator if you want, or you can put an aspect on the bug to make it delicious, and then oh, somebody yeah, else can try on. to involve the predator. Okay. okay. Yeah, I want to put an aspect on the bug to make it tasty. Okay, that sounds good. And you, what do right. you want to use? Careful. Yeah, I think I want to use careful. Um, so because I'm holding the cake, I get the plus two on top of that, and because yeah. this one definitely is baking magic, uh, because yes. I'm throwing the the spices on, I'm going to. Add a plus one to that. And just to be on the safe side, I'm going to use one of my boosts Okay. to ensure that this goes through. Now, did you say I had to, to create an aspect? I had to spend a fate point as well or no? No. Okay. No, because you're All spending right. an action. All right. So I'm rolling my fudge dice plus a three, plus a two, plus a one, plus a two, which gives me an eight. 
Yowza. All right. Well, that definitely is going to be enough. Uh, let's see. You wanted the one that's 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 yeah, the, the one that's, beetle that is under you, right? Yeah, the one that has the, the current on. lead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll go ahead and give this one three free invokes since you rolled so high. Okay. Dang. Uh are we gonna are we gonna get sued if we call it this? <laughs> no, probably not. Okay. So yes, that, that beetle is in fact scrum diddly umptious now. Times three. <laughs> Buzzy beetles taste like snozberries. Yeah. All right. So uh, next beetle is going to go, and it is going to go after the mystic as well. How do you defend Damn that? Uh, that's what I'm trying to think of. Sorry, I was sitting here going, Mark, "I'm a mystic. I got to defend." Well, it didn't work last time, but that doesn't mean it won't work this time. Okay. I feel is famous last words. Um, da, da, da. And do we have anything that I can utilize in our battlefield? We have the scrum. Uh, there's lots of things you can utilize on the battlefield. Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. they would all require a fate point expenditure. I can do that. Okay. Uh, then you've got your choice. The forest floor is uneven. The buzzy beetles have a strict mm-hmm. pecking order. There's still smoky mm-hmm. smoke. There's a big old uh, uh, buzzy beetle eater over there. Mm-hmm. So whichever okay. one you want to use. Your box, the cake still has a cone of force if you want to use that. I think right now there's still three bugs in play. I feel like that that is doing force things right now. I kind of want it to protect. So if I spend a fate point, can I, since the last one didn't buy my bluff and immediately came after me to bite me, can I use that to my advantage and try and lead this guy into the mouth of the buzzy beetle eater? Uh, yes. We're using reverse psychology. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> do, do I get a bonus? For using the attacking a predator, if I cash in a fate point, and what is that bonus going to be? It's a plus two. A plus two bonus. Well, that's the same as every bonus. Pretty uh, much. Anything keep it else? Simple. Yeah. Anything else that could be a part of this to give us more chance of not imploding? Uh, yes, but you have to spend more fate points. I don't want to do that. So, what does this scrum diddly umptious do? That makes them. Delicious. That specific beetle is is uh-huh. delicious. And that's not the one that's attacking That's you. not the beetle that's attacking you, unfortunately. Okay. So I shall lure this other beetle into a trap by once again pulling my hat down over my eyes and making it clear that I cannot see him. Oh, no, I am blind. Oh. Okay. I'm excited this about, talk how, about, about this. I- I am too. Right. I feel like this one has a chance of putting it off. And so I'm going to do it right. Seven. Wow. That's pretty good. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that succeeds with style. So you get another boost. So, you know, I may be uh, dumb. So basically you uh, cover your eyes and basically run at the predator, hoping that the beetle will go after you. Uh, the beetle mm-hmm. just doesn't because it's like, oh, there's a predator over there. Um. <laughs> And now you're kind of on the other side of the predator, who's still kind of licking his chops after the uh, the delicious beetle. The delicious beetle at eight before. 
Uh, so that's going to take us back to the party. Who wants to go next? Can I go? Go, Matthew. Yeah. Go, yeah, attack. Yeah. Okay. Invoke that scrumdilicious. That's what I was thinking. Um, so there's a scrumdiddlyumptious beetle. Mm-hmm. And I can hex that beetle. I'm going to hex the beetle with a hex power to give it the aspect of... Uh, you mm. probably don't want to hex this one. It already has... Mm. Uh, oh, that's true. I yes, mean, you can. You, you can, like, basically hex can it. Can I and hex then the one that somebody just attacked else... me? Yeah, you can. I'm going to hex the one that just attacked me. Okay. And I'm, good at, I'm going to put an aspect on that enemy, and that aspect is... Does an aspect have to be brief, or can that uh, no, aspect be... It, it doesn't have to be brief. The aspect is ready to dive down the throat of the buzzy beast eater. That is that is the aspect. I'm going to try and uh, utilize it to to mesmerize the beast into thinking that it's going to get the cake, but in fact, it's leaping down the maw of the buzzy beast eater. Okay. Because... There's no way that making things overly complicated is going to bite me in the back. Well, I mean, you, re- I mean, you really could have made it more complicated by saying, you know, it finally uh, learned the errors of its way and decided to go on to a trip. Right. So it went and worked really hard and bought a ticket onto the Titanic and sailed I- away where it met a lovely person. <laughs> I mean, that could, I mean, you could have really played by Kate far some, down, but thank you. Something, goodness, you something, 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 <laughs> penny whistle. And it's really just a plus two. Draw me like one of your dirty beetles. <laughs> no, that's a stunt. Um, I think the aspect is going to be. Nah, uh, eh, never mind. So, utilizing, <laughs> utilizing my hex and doing this in a forceful fashion. <laughs> There's thread and utilizing my boost because he just tried to. <laughs> oh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo, 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 you're a funny man. All right, so I got all this, and I'm going to utilize my boost that it just gave me by trying to kill me. Okay. And I'm going to roll a six. Uh, six is good. Ooh, That's two free invokes on this one. Okay. Uh, then the last remaining bug will go, and that one's uh, going to try to... Yeah, we'll... Actually, this one's going to try to take a chump out of the squirrel. No, not everybody's favorite raspberry. Yep. Uh, And it has a boost incoming. Oh, no. This is the last one, which doesn't have anything tagged to it right now? Correct. Okay. Uh, We're going to try and quickly dodge out of the way with a little bit of a dodge roll. Okay. Do you make your roll first, or do I... once you're done tagging stuff, we would both do it at the same time. So okay. I'm only declaring the boost. So if you want to do something else, uh, go ahead and tag it. And then we both roll. Okay. So, well, this is going to use one of my stunts, which is dodge roll, which is a plus okay. two to defend quickly. Uh, plus my quick is two. So it's two plus twos. Have we tagged cone of force yet? No, nope. I don't think so. Right. That should still we're have gonna, a free invoke. Yeah, we're going to yep. invoke that and dodge underneath of the cone of force. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The cone of force is on the cake, so you're actually diving under the cake. Yeah, we're going to roll from one side of the cake to the other while right. getting the cone of force. Well, the beetle between. gets hit in the by the cone of force, yeah. hopefully. 
Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Boo! Wow. Wow. Four plus. Oh, wow. Wow. Quadruple plus fudge. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> raspberry, raspberry dodge rolls out of that beetle's uh, reach. The beetle runs into the cone of force, but then uh, literally there's another beetle that is like right under the box. So that one takes a chump out of uh, raspberry's tail. Uh, so how does invoking for a reroll work? Uh, you'd have to spend an action point. Right. Uh, and it has to be a, uh, a, a, an aspect that hasn't been tagged yet. So you can't tag Kona Force. And I can't make you reroll. It's only me rerolling. Uh, yeah, I think it's only you rerolling. Boo. <laughs> That is such a good try. Yeah, it's a good idea, but yeah, I think it has to be your reroll. I'm going to try and reroll because I I broke even. So, yep. Spend a fate point Uh, and use the forest floor is uneven. Okay. Oops. Oh, no. Worse. Sorry. All right. Uh, I think if with a reroll, you have to keep the second roll. Yeah, it's fine. No. So you got two stress coming at you. Yeah. You two know how to mark stress. it and stuff? Do I tag the two, or do I tag the yeah, one? Yeah, so, so you have two points of stress coming. Your stress boxes can carry that number of stress, right? So your one box carries one stress, your two box carries two stress, your three box carries three stress. Um, what you want to do here, since you haven't taken any more stress, right? Correct. Yeah, so you would want to put it in the two. If you took true stress again, you would have to put it in the three, and, and then that box would be done, right? Because you couldn't... It, you could technically put it in the one, but then one more stress would go to the three, and then you'd be out of stress boxes. Mm-hmm. Right? It's It's a little complicated, but basically, each... Like each box can take that much stress. Any other stress past that goes to the next thing. So yeah, if you if you were clear and you had taken four stress, you'd have to basically do the three and the one. Probably not explaining this super well. Uh, who wants to go? Uh, I who's feel like I can who's go. going to who's going to finally lead this lead this beetle into the path of the. Buzzy Beetle Eater. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. That sounds like a Clyde sort of thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't require Uh, that much effort on his part. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So what I was thinking is that Clyde uh, hunkers down underneath the cover of smoke, kind of crawls forward a bit, and uh, throws two pebbles at one towards the predator, and the other one actually at the uh, one that has a death wish. Uh, trying to get them both to turn around and hopefully lock eyes and charge at each other. Okay. Uh, and that's going to this... be a, an attack against the death wish one. Yep. Okay. You're invoking the death wish. Yes. Okay. Uh, that yeah. sounds clever. If you want it to be clever. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. Uh, So I will go clever plus the death wish, and I got a plus two from my previous eh. 
Right. And uh, seven. Okay, let's see. Uh, that'll Yay. do it. Yep, that's going to take it out. <laughs> so uh, the beetle charges the the buzzy beetle eater, and uh, buzzy beetle eater is kind of like weirded out by it, but he'll still like sp- like smash him and then like eat him. Yay! All right. Uh, who else? The beetles have all gone. Uh, did I go this round? You haven't yet. I don't think. Nope, you haven't yet. Okay, cool. Cool. So I still have the cake. Um, so I'm going to try to like carefully, um, uh, actually like maybe even using the uneven terrain for my advantage, um, like navigate and see if there's anywhere like we can kind of like briefly hide our, especially the people who've already been pretty stressed out while say the, uh, uh, beetle eater takes out their, maybe the rest of these guys. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to like overcome uh, or either. I'm not sure if it was to be an overcome or create an advantage, but basically I'm looking for like a hiding spot. Okay. Are you trying to like, are you, are you trying to find like a, a way to escape the, the combat? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, Considering there's like smoky smoke and we're down to two beetles and. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, I want to, I want to see at least a two on a roll. That's legit. Uh, would this be uh, what kind of? Uh, you can do it, it carefully. You can do okay, it careful. Cool. It would be an overcome. Um, then yeah, basically yeah. trying to find a way out. So if you if you want to finagle that in some other way, you can. No, I got. I mean, careful plus my plus two from having the cake to uh, begin with seems reasonable. Um, okay. Uh, I've got a three. All right. Uh, you find a way to basically a uh, a path into a grove of trees as the um, the uh, buzzy bug buzzy beetle eater uh, decides that uh, it wants to eat the rest of the beetles uh, who all like buzz at him and like try to run away but it all they're all very distracted so you guys can can find a way out and escape hooray yay. I think we're going to take a quick break and a breather. We got to check the cake, make sure that it's not damaged or anything. And uh, come back next time to find out how all this uh, uh, comes out. Will we deliver the cake or will we eat it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to ruin some humans. Anyway. Wedding. Yes. Uh, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.